Hello world, this is Blackstone Finn with the Victories and Failings podcast, a brief and short series uh, to run um, probably six segments, six or seven. I like the number seven, let's stick with seven. Anyway, today's topic is independence. So what are the victories and failings around independence? First, let me address as a writer, as a published author, let me address that first. I would say regarding independence as a writer, right now in 2022 and probably for the near future, I would say being an independently published author is wonderful. Let me tell you why. Number one, it's your own schedule. For example, I just had to push out my book a little bit because some other stuff has come up that I'm taking care of. All good stuff, by the way, nothing bad, but um, I need to push it out. And you get to decide your own schedule. You get to own your content 100%. You don't have people modifying your content to make it more palatable or whatever. So it can be your authentic voice. Um, and sure, I mean, would it be great? I mean, when I first started this process, I thought, you know, I had this whole fantasy kind of like the Wonder Boys where you get to be a writer and not the main character, by the way, but the young and up and coming startup kid, Toby, um, uh, who's the young actor that plays that, oh God, Toby Maguire plays the up and coming young writer and, um, and of course, then, you know, there's the agent, Michael Douglas's character's agent, uh, notices him and, and he's got talent and blah, blah, blah. And there's that whole fantasy of getting noticed and getting an agent and then getting a book deal. And well, that's like, I mean, I have seen so many books that are good, good books that are published every week. I've been keeping an eye since I got reviewed in Kirkus. I've really been keeping a sharp eye as to what's out in the marketplace. And um, there's a lot of competition, right? There's a lot of good writing. Sure, there's a, a sea of books. There's a lot of bad writing too. And sometimes the really bad writing is really popular. So um, it's really up to you whether you want to independently publish or not. But I guess bottom line is um, my bubble has burst. I am grateful that I did the independent route. I would never do it differently if I was to do it again right now, which I will be doing again. Um, And I think it is the way to go for a new writer. Um, I'm still open to, if I had an agent representation, that would be great. But you know what? It really doesn't matter anymore. Um, So I would say that in terms of independence, independently publishing is the way to go. So that's on the writing topic. So that's uh, a victory in my mind. A failing would be, um, in terms of independence, I think I would hire an editor. I think I would, um, it took a lot of effort and there's still stuff that slipped by me, embarrassingly so, but you know, that's the way it goes. But to do it all yourself uh, is tough. So I think on the neck this next round, and that's another reason I pushed it out, is I'm hiring a professional editor to take a look, see at everything, and get it reviewed. That's the plan anyway. I don't know. We'll see how it goes by September. I might not have, um, I might not have the budget to do that, but that is my goal: is to be able to 
get enough money together um, to be able to hire a professional editor to run through it, not to change the meaning or the content, but literally just a copy copy editor. So that's the victory and failing, and that's what I'm going to do differently as a result of that learning. On the other topic of independence, this is for all you youngins out there that are listening. If there's any people under 20 years old listening to this podcast, which I highly doubt that demographic is listening, but just in case, or actually any age that you are, uh, number one is money. Money, 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 money makes the world go round. And I had a certain amount of marketing budget for my book. And here's the rub, right? So you need a certain amount of money to publish. Not much. You can do it on a shoestring. But if you want to do any kind of marketing, that costs money. Um, Unless you do it all on your own. And that takes time. So again, it is the old-fashioned, age-old issue of money versus time. The kind of writing I do, I need to be 100% focused. I sacrificed everything, put all my eggs in one basket, and I basically cashed out of life to have these few years to pursue my creative projects. And um, along with getting healthy, getting healthy, getting um, my exploring my creative side, getting my spiritual life together, all these things, you know, I had to pay for. Um, and as a result, now I am going back to work. So herein, herein lies the rub of um, writing full-time, which is wonderful and a luxury. And I, I knew it was a luxury and the, the pandemic timing was really a forcing function to make me do that. But um, you know, if you're John Grisham and you're a full-time lawyer and you're writing at five in the morning until you make it big, that's a good way to go. It's very hard to do. Uh, sacrificing relationships, uh, sacrificing, you know, those parties you might want to go to with your friends, or maybe somebody gets mad at you because you miss their birthday party or something like that. Um, There's, you know, nothing is free and everything costs money. So I would say if I was to do my life over again, I would save a heck of a lot more money than I did. Um, I would, I mean, my first job I had when I was 13, I would save and I bought a bike with that money, which was good. But if I had bought stock with that money, (laughs) I'd be in good shape right now. So I would say for every dime you make, if you can put away at least 50%, that means, you know, maybe not getting that nice pair of sneakers you want, or, Maybe canceling that subscription that you have to Spotify, you know, for ad-free listening or whatever. Whatever it is that you're spending money on, or maybe you don't get a new iPhone for a few years, or, you know, a lot of people that are still um, relying on their guardians or parents or whatever, they don't have to worry about those things yet. But if you're young and intelligent and working, save money. Because the whole idea is compound interest. So that, in this world, money brings independence. Number one. It is the number one thing. That is the world today. That is the world as it's always been. 
There's always been class warfare. There's always been the haves and the have-nots, and there always will be. But nobody gets a free lunch. And I have sacrificed so much in my life to get where I did. Made a lot of bad choices along the way. Absolutely. And that's what these books are about. Bad choices and good choices. Um, But now I can look at it with a much more nuanced view. And I just want to put that out there. Whether you're 16, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever age you are, um, you know, save money because I look at some of the stuff that I found important when I was younger and like, how many iPhones have I had? I've had a cell phone in my possession since the 1990s. And I look back at, you know, you had to have the best one, the best phone at the time. That's all bunk. You know, sure, it's nice to do that, but um, there's better ways to do that. And now it's like I hung on to my first car for like, gosh, 13, 14 years. I mean, that thing, I ran it into the ground, but I was also riding a bike and walking and taking public transit. And so I didn't even have to um, get a new car for a long time, but it's all about conserving. So if you want to be independent, number one thing is money. And it's not like being discovered on YouTube or Instagram or something like that. The much better way is to just sock it away. You know, get a uh, stock account. (laughs) Actually, this is not financial advice. Let me back up. I'm not giving financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. Disclaimer, 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 disclaimer. All I'm sharing is what I have learned. And I realize, looking back on the course of the last 40 years of my life, I had a lot of opportunities to save when I spent going out for that extra meal with a friend and paying, you know, paying their tab um, when we could have gone Dutch. Um, You know, my generosity overflowed. And uh, what is the quote from Top Gun? Your, Your body wants to sign a check you can't cash. Well, over time, it's okay, as I'm being taught now, by a very good mentor, it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to sock it away for yourself. And, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, start at 20 years old. And there's only, you know, how many Mark Zuckerbergs and Peter Thiels and uh, who's the big guy right now with Twitter? Anyway, you know, how many Elon Musks are there Um, out of all the people in the world? But the average person who's a waitress at a restaurant who starts working at 16, if they save and invest properly, they'll probably be all right. And they might be richer than the guy who's working at Google who blew all of his money on uh, a big house that then bottomed out in 2008 or whatever. So point is, um, you know, There's a way to do this. There's a way to be independent. And I personally am starting to really get into studying finance right now and enjoying learning a bunch of things that I thought I knew, but I didn't learn them correctly. 
Um, it's actually a lot of fun. So money is your friend. Money can be fun. And um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to be independent, be wealthy. And the only way to be wealthy, anybody can do it. But as somebody told me, actually, there was a, a gentleman in my 20s when I was like 24 and I had a pretty good job and I was really happy and I had a great dating life and I was super, super happy. And, um, you know, I had gone to law school and I just thought I was the bee's knees. You know, everything was coming together for me. And I remember this one guy, he was a dad. He had a couple kids, he had a wife. And I remember he took me to lunch one day and he's like, you know, I, I'm worried about you. You know, you're on your own. You're not married. You don't have a family. And uh, I really want to kind of advise you on um, saving money. And, and you're in a really good position right now. And, and I remember he, he was the one who first told me about compound interest. And I remember he said to me, even if you put aside 20 bucks a week right now, at the age of 24, by the time you're 64, you're going to be in good shape. And I remember thinking, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, I just, it, when you're 24, it just doesn't seem that important. But um, now, closer to 64, I can tell you, it is very important. There will probably be no Social Security for those of us who are of this generation. Um, and as we can see the economy right now, I mean, inflation is a real thing. I think they said on the news the other day something like inflation is at a 40-year high. I mean, you never know what's around the corner, right? I mean, we just got through 2020 with the pandemic. I mean, you never know what's around the corner. So save accordingly. And whether you're working at a fast food place or whether you're working at a high-tech firm making six figures a year, save as much as you can and talk to a professional about how to protect that money and invest it. That will give you independence. That will give you a good retirement. That It's no guarantee of a good life, but it sure will make it a lot easier. So those are my thoughts on independence, uh, my victories and failings. Independently publishing, thumbs up. Um, independent financially, <laughs> Don't look at me for an example. Terrible example. All right, that's all I have for today on the Victories and Failings podcast. I hope you gleaned some information or at least found it humorous. Until next time, ciao for now.